Rub your eyes and purify your heart. And prize above all else in this world those who love you and who wish you well. Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. It's not always accurate, but when it shows people are crazy, it's almost always right. Coming up today. The mind doesn't always work for you. It often works against you. Often works against you. Welcome. Let's talk some millionaire mentor tips. Talk about what they should have taught us in school. I thought today for uh, this podcast, I would just share what I've been doing the last couple days. That's the easiest for me. Still trying to get my podcasting consistent. But, uh, you know, the last few days have been interesting. I just came back from looking at a real estate deal. And uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is credit. Whether you have no credit, you've got great credit, learn the credit game. This is something they should have taught us in school. So basically, let let me speak to two different situations you might be in. First situation is you got no credit. If you have no credit, go out, figure out how to get a little credit line open. You can even go to a bank and uh, you put 100 or 200, 300 bucks down. They'll give you a credit card that's secured by the money, you know, and just make sure you pay it off. For those of you who have good credit already, try to get a great my goal's over 800, I'm almost there. And a couple things, one of the tricks of the trade that you might know is never pay your credit cards all the way off, but pay them like 90% down. Keep eight to 10% on there. I was talking to one of my buddies who's a credit expert, and I've heard that from multiple mentors of mine, multiple millionaires and credit experts. Keep it rolling around eight, nine percent. So if you got a ten thousand dollar credit line, pay off, you know, a little over nine thousand. If you got a thousand dollar, a little over nine hundred. And here's why. You know, I was looking at properties today, and if you can get the credit game under control, you can use other people's money, whether it's a bank, whether it's hard money lenders. You can use it to get a credit line for your business. So the extension of credit is important. You know, a lot of people tell you never get in debt, but it depends. If you study the stories, the millionaire mentor stories of, let's say, Sam Walton, who built Walmart, he was in debt till he was almost 55 or 60. Every Walmart store he opened up, he used bank money to build the building, to buy the land, and he became the wealthiest man in the world and he was, you know, he's wealthier. When he died, he had split his money up in trust to reduce taxes. But basically, he was richer than Bill Gates and Warren Buffett combined. So, you know, some people will tell, some millionaire mentors will tell you don't have any credit. But here's a good rule of thumb. Debt, borrowing money. Is it for something that's generating cash flow? So let me give you an example. If you go in debt too much for, let's say, a car, right? Well, guess what? 
a car didn't generate any cash, it just eats up cash. So it's okay to go into debt a little bit for a car, but don't, you know, if you can only afford a $50,000 car, don't be buying a $150,000 car because getting too extended in debt isn't great. But when it comes to, let's say you have a business, or let's say you're looking at a piece of real estate that's generating cash, and you do the calculations, and you can see yourself paying it off. You still don't want to go too far in debt, but that's smarter debt because it's it's borrowing money on something that is currently or has in the near future the potential to make you money back. That's all. That's when debt makes sense, and that even people who don't like debt, millionaire, billionaire mentors like Warren Buffett. He's got some debt. You look at every one of his businesses, Geico, and you know you look at C's Can. These companies got some lines of credit. It just makes sense. So start managing. You know, no matter what age you are, start managing that credit with that self discipline, with some restraint. What I do is put the stuff on auto pay to pay it down. You know, and never take it up to 100%. If you got a $1,000, $10,000, $100,000 credit card, don't take it much above halfway. Use half the money, pretend. You got to do a little mental trickery on yourself. You got to be smart enough to be able to trick your own brain. Tricking your own brain is <laughs> one of the greatest things you can do because the mind doesn't always work for you. It often works against you. Often works against you. So people, you know, people think that smart people always use their brain. Well, smart people also learn how to turn the brain off and go a little more old school, follow some rules, you know? That's what I was saying. If you can, build yourself a make-believe rule. If American Express or Visa gives you $5,000 on a credit card, you got to trick your mind that they only gave you $2,500. So they yeah, some real estate. Other things I wish they taught me. Number two, went to a party. It was a Revolve, it was a private party for Jay-Z's new line of clothing collab with Revolve, Rock Aware. Rihanna was there, Jay-Z didn't show up. He was, <laughs> so Chris Paul is a friend of mine, the Clippers all-star basketball you know, player. And so Chris Paul showed up. I actually texted him and we invited him to come. He didn't know about it. But he was there having dinner. My friend's like, Jay-Z and Chris Paul here out of my restaurant. But I guess Jay-Z didn't show up. Chris Paul did. And uh, I was thinking about business networking. What you got to know about networking. So I, I, didn't, I don't always go to those kind of parties. They're, sometimes they're good. You know, sometimes they're just snooty kind of high society. Like I said, Paris Hilton rolled in. That was kind of funny. And what I like to do, which you could, a little tip you can borrow, go to events that you don't like, but don't necessarily feel you got to stay too long. Pop in and pop out. And believe it or not, that discipline of putting yourself out there often pays off in unexpected ways. For example, I was there and, you know, I always like back in my mind, ah, maybe I'll network and, and got to talk to Chris Paul, who we talk fairly often. So I didn't need to go to the party for that. Rudy Gay was there as a basketball player. So I chatted with him. And, you know, when you meet somebody that you're interested in networking, don't take it too far. Don't seem needy. Don't follow them around. You know, I just chatted with them a little bit. We've met before. And you know what I like to do? And this is going to go counter to everything you hear in business network. Don't always look people in the eyes, especially people that are well-known 
famous, powerful, because what happens is, and some people say, no, no, look them in the eyes because sincerity comes from the eyes. Well, the science says multiple answers. For example, men sometimes perceive direct eye contact as what? As a threat of violence. See, you look a wild animal straight in the eyes, they tell you not to do that because that's a sign to attack, right? You want a little deference, right? So with women, it's different. You generally, when you're speaking to a woman, you want to look them right in the eyes because women's hardwiring, and this is not me being racist, I mean, me being uh, sexist or feminist. This is just, there's, there's a biological hardwiring that we all have a little bit different. And women, generally, if you watch women, they look each other straight in the eyes. So if you're networking with a, a woman, you know, look them straight in the eyes. But if it's a guy you really been wanting to talk to, what I like to do is just look in the same direction that they're looking. And we just talk. That's what I do with Rudy Gay. And you know what? They hang around and keep talking to you because it's not like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. It's not that desperation thing. So then the second thing, you know, and then I, I didn't stay around too long. I left. Rihanna was coming. I left before Rihanna came. And, you know, I probably was like, I know Rihanna's manager and all that. And a part of me is like, oh, you can stay and talk to Rihanna again. I've, you know, I've, I've talked, if you've seen my YouTube video, we, I've interviewed Rihanna and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? It's not about meeting the maximum amount of people when you go out business networking. It's just make a little contact. So when I was waiting out from my car, they had a little valet there. There was a woman that I had connected with a long time ago. She's got like... Her, her husband is Jimmy Jam, who was Janet Jackson's producer. He's a, they're in the music business. She's got her kids are um, all kind of social media influencers. And while I was just at Valet, I reconnected with her, got her phone number, and we just chatted. And so at that business, at that event, I went for probably an hour, hour and a half. You can follow that model. Go out, do things, because a lot of times people feel they gotta just be the first one there, and you gotta stay to the end, and then you don't wanna go because it's like too much. Just go for 20 minutes, 40 minutes. Try to make one or two contacts because the name of the game when it comes to business networking, you know, meeting people who can help you and mentor you is repetition, meeting the same person over and over. It's kind of like dating. You can't just meet someone one time and expect them to marry you. There's a process. And a lot of people, that's where they mess up when it comes to business networking. So that's what I wish they had taught me in school that I did a couple days ago. The third thing I did, you might have seen this on my Instagram, and it made me think about, which, hey, you gotta operate socially. I, Rome, you probably see him, a big guy that uh, goes out with me and he's, you know, six foot six, 300, I think he's 320 pounds, big guy, 23 inch bicep guy. I got him a pair of Yeezys. I promised him he got big feet, you know, size 14 or something like that. So I bought him Yeezys. And one of the things I was thinking, and I wish they had taught me this in school is, Take care of the people who are closest to you. And I know that sounds cliche and it sounds obvious. Well, common sense ain't always common. We, there's so many common sense things I forget to do. But there's a, there was a Russian famous writer and he wrote a book called Gulag Archipelago and One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich. I think he won a Pulitzer Prize and very famous. And he has this one passage that always has stuck with me. He talked about what the purpose of life is. And let, let me actually read it. I think I've got it here. It's pretty profound. And it made me think about this idea that, you know, take care of the people who take care of you extra well. 
not always looking to help new people. So this is what he said. What's the main thing in life? All of its riddles. If you want it, I'll spell it out for you now. Do not pursue what is illusory, property and position. So he's talking about don't just pursue in life, you know, money and fame. And he said, all that is gained at the expense of your nerves decade after decade, and it is confiscated in one fell night. Live with a steady superiority over life. Don't be afraid of misfortune and do not yearn after happiness. It is, after all, the same. The bitter doesn't last forever, and the sweet never fills the cup to overflowing. Keep reading this. I didn't mean to read this whole thing, but it's a podcast, so. He said, it's enough if you don't freeze in the cold, and if thirst and hunger doesn't claw at your insides, if your back isn't broken, if your feet can walk, if both arms can bend, if both eyes see, and if both ears hear, then who should you envy and why? Our envy of others devours us most of all. So remember, this guy came from a prison camp. So he was saying, you know, when he got out, he was like, I'm just happy not to have my arms broken, being beaten up by guards. And then he said, rub your eyes and purify your heart. And, and this is the important part that I remember when I, you know, just a simple thing, giving somebody a pair of shoes or, you know, a friend. He said, above all, rub your eyes and purify your heart and prize above all else in this world those who love you and who wish you well. Do not hurt them or scold them and never part from any of them in anger. After all, you simply do not know. It might be your last act before your arrest. And then how will you be imprinted in their memory? So he's saying, now obviously he's talking more from like being falsely imprisoned, which hopefully won't happen to any of us. But he's saying, above all, maybe even the purpose of life he's saying, prize above all so those in the world, those who love you. I kind of think of that Fast and Furious movie. You know, there's six or seven of them. Those movies have made almost a billion dollars a piece. And one of the big themes that really resonates with people is, you know, family, take care of family, and, and also take care of friends, you know? And, that, and, and you make your own family, not always the family you were born with. Life ain't always about the family you're born with. Sometimes it's about the family that you create out of friendships. So you got to nurture those, you know, and not just people you're dating and not just people who work for you and not just people you want something from in terms of, I know I was just talking about, you know, business networking, but, you know, the people that are your buddies. And, and it's, it's amazing. It's a little bit hard to do sometimes, but I talk about business networking and using gifts and all this stuff, and that's all for strangers but don't forget the people that ain't strangers. And that's one of the things. When I gave that to Rome, I just saw he had a smile, you know, and he's a nice guy and I didn't have to do that for him, but you know, he, he liked it. And so in your life, one of the things I wish they had taught me to do more is reinvest in five, 10 people that are around you the most. And a simple way to come up with a list is take the minutes of the day, the minutes of the week and just go, Who's around me most of those minutes? It could be an, a, an assistant, it could be a secretary, it could be a business partner, it could be a buddy, it could be a basketball buddy, someone you go to the gym with, it could be a personal trainer, it, you know, it could be a business or personal, but the people that the minutes of your life are spent with, don't forget about those people. It's easy to do, you know, it's easy to take for granted. And there's a real, you know, I talk about millionaire, mentor, investing, making money. Well, there's more to life than money. And even if your goal is money, you need people helping you. You need allies. 
Nobody does it alone. Nobody. You go through the books, the biographies. I love to read biographies of millionaires and billionaires and, you know, Nobel Prize winners and scientists and Pulitzer Prize winners and, and people who start great charities and Elon Musk and all this. But if you go through that story, every one of them is an ally game. And uh, last month I had dinner with Steve Ballmer, just me and him. If you don't know Steve Ballmer's, him and Bill Gates and Paul Allen created Microsoft, which is the second largest company in the world. Five, six hundred billion dollar, I think five hundred billion dollar market cap. And Steve Ballmer himself alone, I'm having dinner with a guy worth $28.5 billion. He owns the Los Angeles Clippers. And one of the things I was talking to him, you know, is like one of the things that changed his life was bumping into Bill Gates when they were both college students. That investment in that, what just started out as an acquaintance, then grow into a friendship, and then grew into a business partnership, and then grew into $28.5 billion. And he knows he wouldn't have that much money or that fame without Bill Gates and vice versa. Bill Gates wouldn't have that. And Warren Buffett, you know, a couple months ago, or actually it was last month, I was also at the annual meeting with Berkshire Hathaway with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. And once again, Warren Buffett has said, and Warren Buffett's worth 60, 70 bill right now. His company's worth, I think, 400 billion. And he says he wouldn't be nearly as wealthy if it hadn't been for Charlie Munger. So invest in people. Not always wanting something back, but knowing that you usually get something back. But not just people who are far away from you, who are people you want to become friends with. Don't. In your hunt for business networking with people you don't know, don't forget the people you do know. I guess that was the third thing that I've thought about in the last couple of days. So I hope this was helpful. And uh, yeah, peace out. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right, I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle, and then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right, I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.